MSW Media. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word. The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. 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 Thank you very much for joining us here at the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. We want you to know that we are recording ultra remote, ultra remote this week. Francis has jet set it across the, the, the nation to heal people. To heal people while I'm healing. While she's healing. She's still sick. And you'll hear that I have a, I have a really bad cold. So it's not, it sounds the way it sounds, okay? It does, it does. You're going to get trying. what you get. Everybody trying. But you know what? But you know what? But we're here and we love you and we thank you because thank y'all, you. we got shit to talk about. So much to talk about. But before we go there, we want to thank you so much for listening to us from the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media because you know where to get your fine information okay that's right your information and entertainment and your righteous indignation all in the same place mm-hmm. and we want to thank everybody who is supporting this black woman business by supporting us through patreon through cameo through posting and tweeting and and and, and grabbing people's phones and writing we just appreciate you okay that's right we've we've got some emails we want to read next week we just can't this week but like they've been so lovely to hear from people we've gotten new listeners and we're just so thankful to all of you who are making that happen and we want to send you right on over to sexyliberal.com to check in on our latest shows, where we're going to be. There's some exciting things coming up. So you should yes. really be going to Sexy Liberal to find out the new drops, okay? That's right, because we, we have to go there because they can't tell us because we have loose lips. We do have loose lips. They don't tell us none. They don't tell us nothing. They don't tell and us they, nothing. And you know what? That's smart. They're right. They're right. <laughs> that is right. And you can always join us in the third hour every Friday of the Stephanie Miller Show for Fridays with Frangela. Please do it. Please do it. For you. For you. Let's get All started. Can I just say from the top, I am, I am sick of black people getting used by everybody for everything. There I have said it. Okay. Okay, well, I'm, I'm going to talk about the moments that I, you know, have seen recently. But let's start here. Republicans who have for months insisted on insisted. changes to the border and migration policy. That's right. They could, they need, had to happen. Had to happen as a condition mm-hmm. for approving the additional aid to Ukraine, declared that the bipartisan Senate proposed border deal would be dead on arrival in the House. So they've held up the Ukrainian package. Right. They've held up foreign policy because of domestic policy. That's right. Which is already problematic, makes no goddamn sense. But that's what they've been doing. And for me, I'm sitting here going, so the people in Ukraine can't defend democracy, mm-hmm. can't push back against Republican uh, onslaught, not Republican, uh, Russian no, onslaught. You can say Republican. I'm fine with it. 
It's the same thing. It's the same thing. And, and you know what? For me, Angela, it is, it is this concept of now we used the concept used to be we fight them over there. So we don't fight them, have to fight them here, mm. but we are fighting them here. And we are fighting them in our They're government. Here. They live here. They're our neighbors. That's what I'm saying. They're <laughs> yeah. in our government. Yep. Holding up aid to Ukraine and not allowing a border deal. That's right. That's so my understand next thing. Well, what you've just said, just so we are clear, what you've just said is we won't, we have told you, we've been saying the only reason we won't vote for a border deal, this border deal that we've negotiated already, right? We, the only reason we won't vote for it is because we have to talk about this Ukraine aid. Then, the, and the other way around. But here's the deal. They're never going to vote for it. They're never going to approve it because Trump doesn't want them to. And the reality for me, we are punk bitches. Thank you. If we let this shit go down like this, okay? Every fucking second. I need to hear somebody from the White House. Every time I hear somebody talk about border patrol, Thank immigration, you. Thank you. everything, I need them to tie that shit to Trump and the people who are supporting him. Because we have Democrats, we had a bipartisan group sit there and push this legislation through for them. Thank you. Thank you. You know, this is the thing. The thing that has given me the most hope about the Democrats in the in this last week or so, because you're absolutely right, to allow them to basically lie, do worse than move the finish line, lie, lie on a continual basis, do things, everything from Hunter Biden's in the room and you talk about Hunter Biden refuses to face us, he's sitting right in front of you. Uh, like, like, we won't right. make this border deal without this. You give it to them, we're not gonna make this deal. Like, like the the allowing them to lie, but this was the moment I, I was really like, okay, the Democrats have had it too. They are right here with us. I'll play it for you. Okay, here it comes. The members are reminded to abide by decorum of the House. That's Marjorie Taylor Greene telling the room, the House. She's chairing. So it's Marjorie Taylor Greene chairing and saying, everybody needs to uh, have proper decorum. And that's the Democrats cracking up. Because Marjorie Taylor Greene telling you to have decorum is insane. It is insane. And that's why they're like, no, bitch, you ain't not going to stand up here. Calling everybody bitches as hoes up in here, fighting people. You're not going to get up here and tell us to observe the rules of decorum. You showed a dick pic in here. Are yep. you kidding me? And that, to me, it was like, okay, we're all getting it now. You do not have to act like this is a sane conversation. You don't That's have right. to act like the, the whole that the, the whole rigmarole they do in the House of you know my fine uh, fellow senator my or my fine you know representative of whatever from the my friend from the state of whatever, stop that shit and call it what it is. Call these people out every day, all day long because they are full of it. They are not about governing. The one thing that you have not seen these legislators do is legislate. All they do. Not a damn thing. Thank you. Is get up there and try to try to impeach people who haven't done anything wrong. That's it. Yep. 
They're not passing bills. They're not Biden out here getting trillions of dollars for infrastructure. What are they doing? Trying to impeach the secretary of, of um, not of state, uh, Mayorkas. Yes. Like, like that's, it's just, it's absolutely insane. They refuse to govern. And that's, that's all you have to say. I, I just, I'm so sick of engaging in it. Like it's an actual debate is actually going on when it's not. Right. As if, as if there's something that could come out, drop a, a, a pearl of wisdom that could drop out of somebody's mouth and make this all better. That it's never going back. Pandora's box is open and all the witchery, crazy bullshit, little, you know, trinkets are out there running. That's right. And they're called Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates. And, you know, they mm -hmm. are an ill. Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan. They are ills on our on our republic. Plagues. There are plagues on our houses. Plagues upon our houses. That's what they are. That's they are on, on the republic. And mm -hmm. here we are. And speaking of which, that really upsets me. And let us know what you think, too. But the fact that it hurts my feelings, and that's how I'm going to say it, that Donald Trump still gets to run this country. Yeah. That yeah. he still gets to decide what happens to immigrants. Mm -hmm. And nobody's voted him in. Nobody's ever voted him in. Ever. No, ever. And, and if I were a Republican, I would have a problem that you have just decided. And did you see that piece was on this week where people, they were asking people, I think it was either CNN asking people, they were like, so, you know, if Donald Trump wants to be a dictator, would yeah, you rather follow him as a dictator? Or Biden as a president. Or Biden elected, as a president. Elected president. Every one of those Republicans were like Trump. To me, yeah. we have lost these people. If, if This is my problem. Thank you. If you are sitting here saying, I want to be hit in the head, no, I'm asking for it. Mm -hmm. In fact, I'll pay for it. This is how I want to be treated. There's nothing I can do with that. What have I always said? These people are lost to us. Discussions of how to change their mind or if they're going to be thrown by this or that or will this break the spell? No, because you can't break the spell of white nationalism. Only no. they can release themselves from their racist utopia. That is what this has always been about. You know, Carlos Alzraki. Mm -hmm. Okay, this week, which surprised me, because I'm going to tell you the truth about Carlos is on Mama's, on Stephanie Miller on Wednesdays. And I'm going to tell you, very often I don't necessarily line up with his points of view on some things. Generally, yes, you know. This week he said, remember when, remember when, and they were talking about the Democrats, the reason they're losing white working class people is because they feel forgotten. They feel like they aren't being listened to. And, and they feel like, you know, their wages and their struggles aren't being paid attention to. And I remember screaming back then, no, that's not what's going on. That's all we ever listen to is them. They just are racist. And no, mm. and people would not go with me on this. Carlos said it this week. He was like, remember that? That was BS. The fact is they were racist. 
<laughs> like that was their problem with Obama. It's continually their problem. We have story after story in our lineup today. Oh, did, Carlos, it, did Carlos figure that out he, that they were this, racist? Yes, yes. Did Carlos figure that out? This, I, I know. Yes. <laughs> and so this, this is my point. Like, understand these people are not confused. And what you're talking about that when they show these people person after person saying, I would rather, yes, I want to be the dictator. So one man even said, sometimes you need to be slapped in the head. Sometimes you need I that. that. And I wanted the reporter to go, <laughs> how was, did that help? Like I really did. But the truth is they're, what they are is talking out of their ass. It's just bravado. They don't actually mean that. To me, this is the same thing. It's the Brexit vote. It's the same thing as the Sanjaya vote. It is, I'm hate voting. I'm trying to make myself known. And I remember, I will never, I will die remembering this very pretty little girl. She looked like she might be um, at, like Indian. And she was in England and they were interviewing people on the street because the day after the Brexit vote happened, the number one Google term in the UK was what is Brexit? Yep. Which was crazy, right? Because you just voted for it. So they were interviewing this girl. She was very young, in her 20s. And they were like, you, did, how did you vote? She's like, I voted for it. And they're like, uh, why did you do that? She said, well, I, I actually just thought, you know, I didn't think it would actually pass. I was just trying to, you know, make a point. But now I, I've heard that, does it mean that we, like, we can't, we're not a part of Europe anymore? Like, we're not a... <laughs> and the reporter was sort of like, didn't know what to say, because it was so clear that she had no idea. But she just thought it was cool to vote for this thing that seemed really like it was great non-people. And when we talk about owning the libs, that is what this is about. They would rather get hit in the face, have their teeth kicked in, as long as they know that black people are getting worse. That mm -hmm. is all that matters. And when you are dealing with that person, there is no argument that you can make that's going to magically change them. What kills me the most, Angela, is that Dr. King tried with the Poor People's Campaign, that's when they killed him, mm -hmm. to get black people, brown people, and really people in the lower social economics. Working class and poor people. Working oh. class, working together. But these Republicans have been sterling in making sure that they have driven that cudgel between the classes mm -hmm. and the race. And it's, it's a history of it. But if you look at every issue we're about to go through, pretty much all of them, what they are doing is traipsing out black people are the problem. That's right, all day long. Illinois State Board of uh, Elections voted unanimously to dismiss an effort seeking to disqualify Trump from the state's primary ballot. Let me start right here, Angela. If we had done what we were supposed to do as a fucking country in the first mm -hmm. place and answered these things, we Thank wouldn't you. be here. Like, I agree with them and I don't, because I think it's odd to say the election board doesn't have the right to determine election issues. I think that is odd. Then what the fuck did you do? Yeah, right? I think that's a hard, what the fuck that's do a hard you do? but they are right in that nobody has officially said yet that he committed an act of insurrection. That's right. And they aren't a criminal court and they're not even a court. So I don't even know if there's they're a procedure. Bored. Yeah, there's not like a equal rights thing, but all, but I can guarantee you if he had stolen 20 bucks from Macy's and he was black, he wouldn't be on the ballot if they had a way to get him out. Like, I just don't think that they, that, that 
it, you know. You know what, Angela? You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. They find a way to keep him off the fucking ballot. But it's, it's, you know, I... At the end of it, I go, okay, well, that's true. But, but they're like, the courts seem to decide this. And everybody, you know, we're sitting around here. And I cannot tell you, it is astounding to me. Continually, I, I say it too often, I know, I'm sorry. I am amazed by the amount of damage that this man has done to this country. The Supreme Court, which I've always had issue with. As you know, I've, I think it's the most undem- undemocratic institution in this country besides the uh, Electoral College. But the idea that that it is now a worthless sideshow act that none of us have any confidence in no is is astounding that used to be the most respected job you could have in this country and now it's like mm, you know what can we ask the valets of la county what they think because i trust them more like that is the it is absolutely insane so nobody will say when given the opportunity the thing that we all saw which was people yep. flying the <laughs> the Confederate flag, the secessionist flag. Yep. From the Civil War. Nobody will say, look, we can't call that an insurrection. That we all know he sat and watched and tweeted to people to fight and told people to go fight like hell. We can't we can't just say that. Angela, it's not hate. It's heritage. Remember that argument? It's not hate. It's not hate. It's heritage. But this is the problem. When we let Uncle Joe, well, I'm going to call him Joe, Uncle Cleavis come up in here and spout all that shit and nobody takes it down, what it boils into is that fucking insurrection. Thank you. I've said it to people. I'm a, I, I know I'm saying I told you so. I know I am. And it's an ugly habit that I want to get out of. I want to be wrong. But I have said this for years. It is not okay to be in the room and allow people to say crazy crap. It's not okay. Because this is what That's happens. Right. That becomes tacit agreement. And it and it allows them and emboldens them to then go on to do crazier shit. So that and this is the ramification. It, I feel I we've said it before, both of us, that we needed to call out the people the anti-vaxxers way before COVID. The fact that we let that stuff go on and we just sort of mocked it on the side and didn't really pay attention. Let Jenny, what's her name? McCarthy, McCarthy. do her little books and is it Jenny McCarthy? No. It's Jenny. Yes. What's her name? McCarthy. McCarthy. It's McCarthy. Is it McCarthy? That's it's not Jenny the one. McCarthy. Which is the one from Beverly Hills 90210? I don't know what that is. I don't know who that is. Okay. Don't worry about it. You know who we talking about, homegirl. And yeah. <laughs> like And what I'm still having to watch on Mass Singer. This is my problem. Is, she's on Mass. You know, I never watch it. She's on Mass Singer. Let me tell you, she's got a bigger career than she's ever had. I had no idea. Yeah, and for me, I find it disgusting because all that is is giving this anti-vaxxer, mm-hmm. regardless of whether she backed up off of it, because now she with the Wahlbergs, who are also They're racist assholes. beaters yeah, of I people, can. I can't and people them. taking people's eyes. If you don't know this, you can Google this, but Mark Wahlberg, he um, has actually committed hate crimes. <laughs> Well, years ago, but hate crimes. He actually threw rocks at black kids. And, yeah. um. Uh, not some Asian guys out now. And be- beat be- beat the hell out of a man who was being chased and beaten by somebody in a racist attack who ran into him. 
um, for help and he beat him so badly he lost vision in one of his eyes. Yeah. So that's Mark Wahlberg. That's yeah. what Fox likes to pay. Yeah. Okay. So for me, when I look at, and I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm watching all of these people, not all of these people, but people like that be, be, be given position and money. Even after, I mean, Jenny McCarthy did some untold damage. Yeah. Well, when Jim Jordan can still be representative when it it's, I think, clear that he was, uh, in my view, what I've heard is that he was very much aware, had been told by several students that they were being assaulted. Thank you, Angela. Thank you. <laughs> sexually assaulted in, in college. He didn't do anything about it. Didn't care. When we allow Matt Gates to do whatever, trafficking nonsense, whatever he's done, like it's, it's, when we allow all these representatives who engage in insurrection to come back to work the next day, like I just. Angela, if I had had a party with three 17 year old black boys with adults around, you'd never see me again. No. You'd never see me again, but it's, what is it, sexy? That he's trafficking in 16 and 17 year old girls? Is that hot? It's, it's, I'm just. That, that, that's my question to the government. And there was a time, Angela. There, was a, there was a time in this country. There was a time in this country. You wouldn't even be able to show your face again. Thank you. But Thank now, you. these are stripes on your arms. Well, grabbed him by the pussy. Girl. Has done every, is a rapist. You can say that. Yes. They're saying that he, that a jury and judge has said that this man engaged in a form of sexual assault. Yep. Meanwhile, Trump called the United Auto Workers president, quote, a dope, and called for his removal after the union endorsed Biden. And you know what frightens me is they, he could possibly get this man removed. Because the people who are under him love him, love Trump. Well, but you know, I do know that in, at least in the UAW, he came and walked that picket line, and the UA and they've been very clear about uh, you know his support. He's the only president to ever do it. He didn't just say I support Absolutely. workers' rights. He walked the picket line while Trump was simultaneously at an event being hosted by anti-union bosses. So yep. it's it's you know I don't know that that group of people, but certainly there is an the anti-union um, you know ultra right eth white ethno state pushing fascist t uh, you know domestic terrorists in this country. If they're there, they're that's what their view is going to be. But the it's it's absolutely insane to me that anyone would think that Donald Trump has their interests at heart at they all. They believe it. It's insane. They believe it. They believe it thoroughly, Angela. We'll be right back after these messages. Welcome back. Trump must pay. Writer mm. E. Jean Carroll. 83.3 million in Ooh. damages for Ooh. repeatedly defaming her. Ooh. Ooh. Lord. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. I just had to say it out loud. Mm. 
Mm, let me tell you how much I love E. Jean. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, we need to do some kind of E. Jean something. I, that is my bitch. <laughs> this is what I love. This is what I love thoroughly in womanhood. This woman, and it's so, it's such, it's the tale of women. This man sat there in his deposition, looked at a picture of, said, that's my wife, which, which we can all translate to, I'm attracted to this person and I would marry her. Mm-hmm. But nobody ever says that, right? And then now that she's 80, what we have to look at and hear from this man is ver him verbally kicking her around like she's a crone. I would never touch that. I would never. But this is okay in how we treat women mm -hmm. in this country. That he could walk out and say, oh, basically say, I don't want to put my dick in her. Would you? As that's a defense, as, as if that's some sort of a defense. <laughs> like, like. I, you know, and, and to, to, to me, that is part of the, the defamation. Oh, yeah. But I, I mean. That's part of it. The thing that I found most interesting is after the judgment, people began to look at E. Jean Carroll differently. And they began to talk about her past differently. Mm -hmm. And I found that a, a really interesting thing because at first, she was this kind of, you know, soft, mousy, older, senior lady, right? Mm -hmm. And it was like, well, you know, and 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 the the concept was well, she might be batty and old. She might be remembering a past. That was all that those answers, right? Mm -hmm. She might be remembering a past that she wanted to happen, but that didn't really happen. Now we're talking about this is a a fire firebrand who wrote for Playboy, who mm -hmm. wrote. You know, yes, she had a 25 Esquire, year ever, yeah. Esquire. She wrote, you know, worked with me. She wasn't this kind of like mouse. Nope. And people didn't have any respect for her. And now that she's gotten an $83.3 million settlement, it's all of a sudden, oh, well, we can respect E. Jean Carroll. Mm -hmm. And her work and her past. And, and I remember people talking about that case as saying that it was one of the least interesting of all the cases. You know, that's the one who really, I was like, it's the one that's going to cripple the hell out of him. And it absolutely, it absolutely will because he can't not pay this. And I know that people love to engage in the, oh, he'll just, he'll never pay this. He'll never pay this. And I'm like, oh, yes, he will because they can attach liens to his property. He has to pay this. So this, this is the, what I, I love so many things about this happening. First of all, it's the only thing that has, they, the jury hit the right number because we haven't heard mm -hmm. from him about her in four days, the longest period of time we've gone without him defaming her. Since yes, Friday, and 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 everyone's like, well, maybe it will it work. I'm like, it. This is if it doesn't sue him again, sue him yep. until you get his outfit that he's wearing right then at the moment. Yeah, it's as and this is my favorite moment. Francis was mm. right after the judgment. There, you know, they go outside, and Alina Hobbs out there, and one of the reporters shouts out to her, 
do you regret, you know, serving as Donald Trump's attorney? And she goes, and she beelines over to the person with just such determination, right? And she goes, I'm glad you asked that question. No, I do not regret it. I am proud of it. It's my most proud moment as an American, as a lawyer. I absolutely, you know, it's the best thing I've ever done. And, and I wanted to be like, follow-up question. Do you think he regrets hiring you? Well, and that's what we've, that's Bam! been, in, bam, <laughs> that's been the, the it, Trump is in search of new legal counsel because apparently being pretty, it didn't work, isn't as useful as being smart in the court. Right. What I love about this case is that the thing, it was a $5 million judgment and then he kept running his mouth. And they yep. went back to court and they didn't have to prove that he'd done it because he'd been proving it to people. And he started showing up. He didn't show up the first time. He started nope. showing up to this. He started being Donald Trump in the courtroom. And basically the attorney, Robbie Kaplan was saying, you know, I actually didn't have to lawyer that much. Basically she's like, um, what happened for the jury was we said, you know, in our opening statements that this man was defamatory, that he said and did these things, that he didn't control his behavior, that he had no respect for the system. And then he came into the courtroom and had no respect for the system, defamed people over and over again. Like he demonstrated each of those things to the jury in real time. We didn't yep. have, you know, like, so, and then, and we'd come in every day with his press conference that he did on the steps or with the thing he said the other night at some other press conference about her. So he, he just kept proving the case. The thing that lost Donald Trump this case was Donald Trump. Yep. The better thing, the best thing he could have done for this was to not come. That meat is motherfucking greasy. Greasy as the day is long. All day long. Greasy in the morning, greasy in the night. It's gonna be greasy. It's gonna be greasy. Grease is gonna grease. It's greasy. Grease gonna grease, Francis. Grease gonna grease. And, you know, that is the thing that when I look at somebody like Donald Trump, I go, motherfucker, you do not know that that meat is greasy? But he don't know because ain't nobody ever told him. But it never has been for him. That's Thank right. You. Ain't nobody ever told him to shut the fuck up. Nope. Do you know how many times I've been told to shut the fuck and up? And there have been no consequences for him not taking that advice. None. This is the first time he's looking at an actual consequence. And he, there's right. no appeal here. People get everybody, every legal expert's like, there's no appeal here because his lawyers are, they didn't, there was nothing that they opened up that you could, you have to have shown that there was something that happened and they, they didn't do that. They were so busy grandstanding and doing a performance yep. for an audience that isn't in that room that they didn't do the case. So, yeah, I find this fascinating. So Donald Trump's PAC reportedly spent $50 million of donor funds in legal fees last year. You know, you remember all last year, all you heard about was how much money they had, right? Yeah. They had like $100 million. Well, apparently they almost went broke more than once because that money is all going to his defense in several of his cases. He's facing, as you know, 91 counts in in four different indictments um but and also to some of the people some of his co-defendants who he's chosen to which to me those are the people to watch right they actually must yep. have the, the the real the real receipts because mm -hmm. he's not doing that for everybody he's not paying everybody's and he's not paying his donors are and people were talking about his continued legal fees now and they're like he can't 
he can't use, he can't go out and raise money for his presidential campaign and then use it on his legal fees. I guarantee you he's going to do that. I Absolutely. can guarantee you he's going to do that because no one has ever held him accountable for that. As far as I know, I don't think any one of these indictments mentions that. Mentions, there's none of these are about his campaign financing. There's been no, he's been allowed to break the Hyde Amendment and everything else. Angela, when I have had to hear about George Santos's shoes and pants and, you know, him, you know, dressing up and drag and Ferragamo and the Ferragamo and this, that, the Ferragamo of it all. And like, but nobody. What'd you say? I like Ferragamo generally. Yes. It's, it's all right. But but nobody is looking at the 50 fucking million this guy has taken and rerouted into his legal defense. And for me, I don't care because I say you're a fucking sucker if you send that man any money. And you don't care how it gets spent. And the R, you know, and the RNC sat there last week. They're bankrupting themselves to do it. That's right. The RNC sat there last week and tried to be like, y'all don't even get to vote, Republicans. We're going to tell you who your person is going to be. Mm-hmm. We're going to dictate to you. Mm-hmm. And if you are a Republican... Because we're not... Why, why have the illusion of democracy even at your convention? There it is. You don't really believe in it. You don't want it. Because if people are voting, you lose. So... Let's just dispense with this, all this BS, because it's BS. I, you know, it's, it, I, I, when I think about all the different ways that I have been told to keep my mouth shut, to behave, to, to do all of these things, follow all these rules. And I am watching over and over again, an absolute, if you do not, let me tell you some Supreme Court, don't. <laughs> Don't. Listen, listen, the last story we have here. I don't know if you guys have been, you know, I'm, you know, I will turn to Fox and News Nation. You know, I can't, I'm my pressure bitch. can't do that, girl. I know my you can't. can't. I know, I know, that. I know. Nobody's asking. My neighbors. It's all right. No, my it's neighbors. Right. It's you... just not, I can't. I have problems with Alex Wagner. <laughs> I know, I know. You, right. you can't even get the fuck off of MSNBC. I know, I know, I know. So I really can't watch. And I like her. I do like her. But for all of you other right-wing watchers, along with me, who like to, courageous. you know. No, you're courageous. Yeah, oh, God bless you. I, I was going to say we like self-inflicted uh, punishment. This has been gathering steam, and I've been watching it for the last month. As, as, as most mob violence issues do. And I want you to get ready for this new uh, culture called cudgel. How right-wing influencers turned airlines and airports into culture war battlegrounds. Apparently now, all right-wing is saying is the reason why there's a problem in your airports, uh, airport delays, you having problems, why air travel is awful, is because of black people. 
plain difficulties technology plain yeah. te te yeah. technical issues it's all because of dei which is D diversity equity and inclusion higher right mm -hmm. now this is my issue that i really get angry about because for example if we talk about dei i'll, I'll give my kid for example right she's applying to colleges if you will mm -hmm. She had, before they even look at who she is, her name, her this, her that, she has to have a number mm -hmm. that qualifies her. If she's going, so for example, if you want to go to UCLA, you can't, they don't even look at you unless you have a 3.9 average. Mm -hmm. They don't look at you because you're black, Latino, Woman, you, you, I, don't, I don't get nothing, nothing because of that. No, nope. I got to have that fucking number. No, you have to be qualified. Thank you, Angela. No, trust there's not an institution in this country where black people get to skip qualification because if there was, we'd be in it. I would, we'd be in it. So, this is that's just. That's just a little example, right? Mm-hmm. The truth is, if I get a job, I'm qualified. That is it. And what white people on the right want to sit there and say, and this is what I'm afraid of, Angela. I'm truly afraid of the Karen who walks in to TSA, to Tanisha, and wants to get funky. It's when I, what I'm concerned about. I just hope I'm there, girl. I just hope I'm. Let me be there for you, Tanisha. Because the, I'm gonna tell you, you're about to see it. You're about to see a whole bunch oh, see? of 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 airport people being attacked by these. Fox watching people. I don't want that, but it's absolutely the worst place in the world to act a fool because all they're going to do is arrest you and ban you from flying. Done. But they don't get it. They don't get it yet. I, You know what? Like, it's the best place for them to do this because it's nothing but of cameras and authorities and witnesses. And anything you do there is a federal problem. That is not even state land. They, I mean, they are literally trying to sit there and be like you know when that when that when that door flew off of that boeing in black people it's because of dei yeah it's because no. of dei it's 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 the most the craziest thing in the world and and she's not exaggerating podcaster charlie kirk said this week that he had no choice but to be prejudiced against black pilots because some of them have benefited from dei programs not true and also you're just a bigot let me tell you, blackness doesn't teach you how to fucking fly. You have to know. Do you know the proportion of uh, pilots and flight engineers who are black grew from 2.7% in 2018 to 36 So watch out. If you go on 100 flights, in less than four of them, there may have been a black pilot or engineer. I mean, it's the level of 
fear-mongering. It's just straight-up demagoguery. They're just full of shit. And to me, what the thing is, this isn't turning anybody racist. It's it's fake ammunition for people who are already racist. Like, yes. you don't, don't let it get you worried about... Yes, there's a segment of this population that's looking for any excuse to take what they already feel and want to do and go do it. Any way to focus that. But it isn't creating racists. Well- well, well, and, and here's the thing. I just want you to be aware of watching this come up on the bubble because they are working this shit hard. They, when I tell you, there hasn't been a fatal, uh, fatal plane crash since, what is it, 2008 or 2009? 2009. 2009, but they're trying to say that plane crash. Like, it's it's just, it's, look, I, I'm going to tell you where I'm at. I wish I wish you would. I wish you would. I wish... These are the same people who are walking into airports saying, I see nothing but immigrants. I see nothing but, uh, well, no, that not immigrants. That's me being kind. Illegal aliens. Yeah. Illegal. And they're literally, I'm like, like how could you tell that? Just because somebody's brown and they're in the airport? Because to me, if you're going to get on a plane and you have to have ID, you have to have money, you have to have a place you're going. Yeah, it's it's absolutely um, it's a lie, is what it is. Let me tell you how hard it is to not have documents and get through the airport, unless you're Francis. You <laughs> can't true. do it's it. True. It's true. It's true. Unless you're me. This bitch was flying on an expired. Listen to my pain. On an expired driver's license for like a decade or some shit after nine eleven. And and there were a few times I just didn't even bother to bring it with me. And they were like, oh, that's okay. And then they get to me, they're like, eh, special. You've been, you've been singled out for a random screening. I was like, yeah, I know. It's always random. I don't know what it is. It's you. I'm telling you. I don't know what it is. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word. <laughs>